0: I need it.
1: What's up, y'all? This is Cody Michael. I'm joined, as always, by Seth Ott. Yo. We are going out live, I hope, over Facebook. So if you're joining us on Facebook Live, jump in the comments Uh, let us know you're there. Let us know who your favorite team is. Um, and, uh, hopefully we'll be able to keep an eye on the comments today. You guys can join the conversation. I think we're going out over YouTube as well. Um, search for socially constipated on YouTube and you can find our page. Um, we haven't really posted out there, so you might have trouble finding it, but (laughs) if you're out there, um, welcome. This is gridiron grunts. We are from socially constipated. Uh, you don't see Jared Buckendall here, but, um, Seth and I have been doing, Great Iron Grunts again this season, recapping, uh, really recapping, previewing, going through the whole NFL season, uh, trying to do this weekly, Um, still working out some bugs and kinks along the way, but um, hope to bring this to you every week for the season. Um, It's been been a wild one. Uh, While you're here, before we really dive in, there will be links to uh, Pick'Em, Pigskin Pick'Em and Eliminator Challenge in case you want to join our pool. You can do that. Um, I think that's it. As far as like announcement type shit goes, uh, we didn't get, we didn't get to do a show last week, Seth. So it's been a couple weeks since I've talked to you. We've got three weeks now in the books. We're going into week four. Um, how do you, do you feel like mid season form? I'm still kind of, I don't feel like I'm in mid season form quite yet. I I, right. I, I, I like barely missed a couple kickoffs trying to get my red zone and pizza set up. Going on. <laughs> Not quite like, you know, really in the rhythm yet. I think I missed the first quarter of the Monday nighter this week because I forgot it was going to be on, which, (laughs) whatever. Um, What about you? Are you you, you rounding things out, getting your habits back?
0: I mean, kind of, but at the same time, like, we're – both of us are, like, have a lot – we have a busy October. So I don't think we're going to have much of a routine in October either. So we'll we'll have a few – I guess we might have a weekend or two or watching games together, but – uh, yeah, it's, it's it's. I think November might be when when we fully get you know back into that because then it'll be getting colder. Nothing to do. Like those are the Sundays where it's like that's there's nothing to do with that.
1: Yep, cannot wait. Um, it's been fun. There have been some really good games. It's been a really weird season, which yeah. I guess they all kind of feel weird a couple see, uh, a couple weeks in. But I think we're starting to be able to draw some conclusions. Um, or at least start to put together some kind of thoughts and predictions. And and that's where we're going to start today in quarter one. Um, Historically, we've recapped every game uh, from last week's schedule. We're not necessarily going to go through every single game, um, but we'll touch on a lot of them. And uh, we're just going to go through kind of a couple of uh, topics. I think what's top of mind for a lot of folks, Seth, AFC, um, it's been jam-packed at the top. Uh, this year uh, Everybody's known that the AFC is going to be the better conference A lot of the really good teams um, And there was a lot of action at the top You had the Ravens uh, Winning a what weirdly Kind of became a shootout uh, <laughs> Against New England You had um, uh, the Chargers losing to the Jaguars We'll talk more about uh, the Jags In just a second uh, The Chiefs and the Bills both lose And the Dolphins jump all the way to the top Of the AFC Why don't we start um, with the Dolphins in the AFC. The only 3-0 and AFC team. Number one seed today. Good win uh, against Buffalo. It was, I will say, a, a depleted Buffalo. A lot of injuries, I think, in yeah. the secondary on that defense. Um, but a good close game. To have played well. Um, it's the kind of game I was hoping we would see. I didn't want to see a blowout either way. I wanted to see who could win situationally. Um, and Buffalo, to me, Got an F in this in the uh, the uh, uh, situational football because it's just they haven't. I saw a stat. I yeah. think it's been a year and a half since they lost by less than ten. Yeah. Or sorry, since they won by less than ten, <laughs> yeah. they bully out or they lose close. So yeah. what did you learn from from that game specifically about Miami? We'll come back to the Bills. Does this seem like a real real AFC favorite like they looked?
0: I think I mean I think it's hard to say AFC favorite because I don't know if there really is one I think any team at this point could be any of those top teams could beat one another but what it does and I think we we had a, a conversation uh, off podcast uh, we were playing video games one night about what that game kind of represents uh, if we were talking like if Buffalo comes out and blows them out then I think that's a we're like okay that's that's cemented as the top team mm-hmm. but if Miami comes out and wins or it's a clo- if it's a close game, it doesn't look good for Buffalo, but if Miami wins, I, I was saying, I think it puts Miami in that real contender conversation. Um, yeah. But they're grouped up there with the Bills, with the Chiefs, with the you know like those those type of teams now. Um, so I I am I'm impressed by Miami. They Buffalo had 91 plays of offense, 91 plays of offense,
1: That's insane.
0: And Miami they were only so
1: gassed at the end too. They showed it in the fourth.
0: Yeah. And Miami only they only scored seventeen on Miami. That's a real fucking defense. That is a real defense. And they're they're bringing heat on people. Uh, they they have a really great defensive line. Like that's a real defense. And the offense is doing. I mean, Tua, to to his credit, he's doing it. Like he's not amazing, but he's doing what he needs to do. Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle, Waddle are a deadly fucking combo wide receiver. They have all these the speed at running back. A great offensive line. Like. What else can you really say about this team? The only the only negative is Tua, and he's not a negative right now. He's playing great. So I think they're a real team. And I've I think, been saying yeah, I think I've been saying it since the preseason, too, that, that I thought they were gonna be a surprising team.
1: I've been I went on record early saying I'm gonna be a slow adopter on Miami.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, I'm very nearly there, though, yeah. I will say. I think um, you mentioned the defense and they that cat, um, Xavier Howard, yeah. who last season had to had to put the screws to Miami to get a new contract. Yeah it seems like he's every bit of, of the real worth deal.
0: it. Absolute he was, real deal. Uh
1: locking down Diggs. Um, it seems like if you can if you can truly lock up Stefan Diggs, which is a lot easier said than done. And by the way, he had seven for seventy-five. It's not like they locked him up. Yeah. But if you can keep him like not one hundred and fifty yards and two touchdowns. Yeah. We isn't it, it weirdly it doesn't look like Buffalo has much behind that in a weird way in this game at least. Yeah. And you've got Gabriel Davis who was coming off injury, so he'll, he'll be better. Um, you've got weapons everywhere. It seemed to me when I watched that game that it was just Josh Allen. I think seventy-five percent of the plays Josh Allen either passed it or was the 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 runner, yeah, um, on it something like seventy five out of the ninety plays or something. Yeah, not gonna laugh it can't. You can't. Uh-uh. Do I don't care how good he is. Um, but Miami forced him to go that route, and uh, Tua was wicked efficient. Thirteen for 18, 186 and a touchdown. Only got sacked one time. Um, yeah. and the strength of Buffalo's D is that pass rush. So they they counterpunched everything that Miami or they counterpunched everything that Buffalo has been knocking teams out with. So far this season Um, It's a huge win for them Someone pointed out (laughs) to me yesterday uh, It's an interesting Pairing for them within division They've got a, Bills have to come down and play in the heat And then when when they play again It'll be cold as fuck up in Buffalo It's like January or whatever December that they play again So if you don't win this one in Miami It's tough to get that division Because you're more than likely losing up north So it's a huge win for them Yep. That that you win last week with Tua having 400 plus yards and six touchdowns, and you win again this week with him having under 200 yards and one touchdown. Yeah, I think that says a lot. If they can beat you multiple ways, um, and it was the defense this time, I have to agree with you, man. I'm I'm probably not with both feet on yet. I need to see a couple couple more wins against good teams, but I I can't make a case against them. I got yeah. to that point. I don't know what I'm going to say. Even Tua. Uh, he's near the top of the yards list and uh, the touchdowns list for quarterbacks. Yeah, I mean, you can. Say, I I can say I'm still scared of what I saw from Tua at times last year. But they're 12 and one in his last 12 or 11 and one in his last 12 starts. I don't think we can say he's a, a, a detriment anymore. I don't know what I don't know what the knock right. is. So right. I almost have to admit they're real.
0: Yep. Let me ask you this real quick. This wasn't on on the plan, but so I think we've seen an, a, a realignment of like the top teams. Like we can kind of push. We can kind of push a couple teams out. We'll talk about a few of them uh, later. But we didn't talk about the Chargers because they're, they're a huge question mark right now. Rashawn Slater's yeah. out for the season. Joey Bosa's on IR. Justin Herbert has crack ribs. Keenan Allen's not out there. Um, we we might have to start pushing them out of the top teams right now. I think that leaves a huge space for Miami. You know, like that yeah. leaves the five, at worst, the five wild wildcard spot potentially. You know, so like, I don't know. I, I think... I think the 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 looking at teams in a certain way, you kind of have to. It's almost like a like a rotating scale type of thing where the AFC yeah. is going to be just a revolving door of teams. I think for a little while.
1: I think so. It's going to be tough to pin down. Well, think about last season. Um, Baltimore was like eight and one. Um, the Bengals, we we wanted to believe in them. Then we're now. Then now, and then they yeah. came on strong at the end and end up going to the Super Bowl. Um, and Tennessee, what we, they yeah. look busted up as hell, still get the one seed and lose anyway. So right. I, th- I think you're right. I think it's going to be very wavy. Um, I It's so unfortunate for the Chargers to me. Uh, it, it's one of the – it might be the best roster in the league, and they just – they're all hurt. Like, I don't know what you do. Um, I didn't see it – I actually didn't see a ton of that game against the Jags. Yeah. Um, and I think it's one of those games where – I'm not freaking out if I'm the chargers um, because I don't know what all the in- injury prognoses are. If two mm-hmm. weeks from now they're fully healthy, I might still pick them to win that division. Um, I picked them to, to I picked the chiefs to win that division to start the year, but I think the door is still open to them, you know, being 12 and five and winning the division. Um, if they get healthy quick, if it's gonna last all year, if they never really get back to full strength, it's gonna be tough. Um, The good news is, I think, to your point, the AFC is going to beat each other up. I don't think you Mm -hmm. need 12 wins to get in. I don't think nine gets you in, but um, I don't think you need 12, 13. I think it's going to be a hodgepodge at 10 or 11 wins. So I think the Chargers are very much alive. I am concerned injury-wise the season could slip away really quick. If they fall to, like, 2 and 5. Yeah. I don't know how you come back from something like that. So yeah, it'd be tough. next month is going to be hard and important for them.
0: That biggest thing is with Sean Slater. He he was working his way to be the best left tackle in football um, up until this injury. And if I mean you can't you Herbert can't get hurt. He just can't now. Like that's no. that's the thing. And he gets hit a couple more times on those ribs, and that's that's not good. So he can play
1: poorly too. I guess the it's right. not hindering right. his throwing other than the pain, but there's only so much pain. And you don't have the guy doing your blindside. If you can't trust him, it's going to be hard. Did yep. you? What did you think of the way they handled Herbert? Um, it, they knew all week it was just pain management. They rolled yep. him out anyway. Yep. A lot of criticism of him being out there with three minutes to go and they're down 20 yeah. points. I, th- I feel like there was a moment where you could have pulled him. Yep. I don't want him out there in a game like that. Would you have done the same?
0: Yep, I agree on that one. Like, game's done. It's over with. And... If he pulls off a miracle comeback, chances are he probably gets hurt in that. So, like, are you jeopardizing the season for one improbable win a bit? Um, I, I'm fine with him playing the game. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, he, he didn't look great, but I'm okay with him playing the game because it, at this point, from all I've heard, is it, he's not going to get hurt more. It's just pain. Uh, you know, it won't puncture his lung or, like, do anything else. So if he can get those shots, and they apparently did an ultrasound shot You know, thing so that he didn't get jabbed in the lungs like Uh, Tyrod. You know, then go for it. But clearly, it's affecting his play too. So it's kind of like, you know, Chase Daniel is probably not going to give give them the the spark like Herbert.
1: I don't see it. I don't think you're winning very many games at all without Herbert back there. I, I said it either last week or two weeks ago. That offense is not. It's not scheme. It's Herbert. Yeah, um, that scheme is boring. Uh, they yep. look like last year's Vikings. Um, yeah. I and 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 anybody besides Herbert is going to look like Cousins. Um, yeah, the I think you know Herbert's ribs were a detriment. I think the Jags were a detriment too. Um, yeah, thirty-eight points they put it on the Chargers in L.A. It's it's not so much of a road game as other places necessarily, but Chargers down two one against a very good defense. Um, I want to ask you about the chargers. And in a second, I'm going to ask you about the Colts. Um, but we'll start with, or sorry, the Jags, um, starting with the Jags, where's your meter of, I'm interested to watch out to I'm on board with the Jags because (laughs) they feel like a team that's climbing that gauge for me based on what I've seen. These aren't tacked like, uh, you won by a field goal against a shit team and a right. crazy game. This isn't, this isn't the giants two and Oh, right. This is, these are real wins. Right. Are you a believer yet in the Jags? Trevor Lawrence is playing well.
0: I don't know if I'm a believer in them being a, a contender. Um, you know, maybe they become the Bengals this year. Who knows? Um, I do think though that the, I'm, I'm interested and I think they are more of a real team than not. I think they have, I think they've pulled themselves out of the basement at least. Um, and and they're probably in a top 20 20-ish 25-ish team range um in the nfl uh trevor lawrence has looked great he is there was one throw he had to the back of the end zone i think it was to zay jones i just uh, saw
1: uh, marvin jones
0: or marvin jones yeah yep. uh, they have too many jones there uh insane uh some of these throws like this kid he's he's athletic he's he can run he's got an awesome arm uh, he's got receivers there, too, like, quietly has receivers. Marvin Jones is solid. Zay Jones has been actually really great for them this year and even towards the end of last year with uh, with the Raiders. Um, and then Christian Kirk has lived up, actually, finally to his, like, first-round potential because in Arizona, literally, he was just he was a deep threat. Like, all they did to him was yep. bomb the ball deep to him. And in uh, Jacksonville, he's, like, getting targets. He's he's running route like really good routes. Like I've seen videos of like receivers being like, Oh, this shit's like really good. Like old receivers, like grading his stuff. Um, So maybe he finally got unlocked as like, Hey, I'm the number one receiver here. Treat me like it. (laughs) You know, Um, they got, they got some good tight. Evan Evan Ingram is there and he's been playing really well. James Robinson's like nine months from a torn Achilles is running super hard. Um, Crazy. Really, the, the biggest disappointment on that team is ETN, the first-round pick from last year. Um, defensively, they're getting tons of pressure. Like, that team is – they're fun. They're a fun team. Um, I'm not the biggest Doug Peterson fan, but he's starting to make a believer out of me. Like, maybe there is something there with him and, like, the young quarterbacks he can just figure it out and at least yeah. unlock something for them for a little bit.
1: I think they, they're they well-rounded. Like, yeah. they might not – I don't know where they're an A, but they're B everywhere. And that's—I mean—that's going to win you a lot of games. Uh, yeah. there's not a lot of teams with that kind of balance right now. And I think uh, I would—I—I I didn't pick Jacksonville to get into the playoffs. Um, I may need to change that pick. I could see them flirting with one of those wild card spots. Yeah. Um, it would be—it would be exciting Maybe. to watch Lawrence really ascend <clears throat> if they can keep the momentum. My concern with Peterson is he popped loud and fizzled fast in Philly. Yeah. how long is that trajectory for him here? I don't know. We'll see. Right. Um, I want to get your thoughts on the Colts. Uh, they they come out and beat Kansas City. Impressive win. Um, and they looked good in it. They made the Chiefs look not great. Um, yeah. But 1-1-1 uh, one, one, one now are the Colts. <laughs> they're half game behind those Jags that we just talked about. Uh, I feel like this is the kind of win that could kick some momentum off for them. I don't know if it proves Maybe. to me they're real. But now I'm back in on okay. Let's see. Give me I'll, you got another two weeks of patience from me um, yeah. before I'm going to rule you out. I was ready to rule them out if they got whooped.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm right there with you. I mean I, I I'm more kind of like Jacksonville. I'm interested again, um, and I'd even maybe put the Titans in that too. Uh, the Titans I'm a little more interested in. again, that offense looked functional and actually good. Um, but back back to the Colts, like they're a team that unlike the Titans, they have talent absolutely everywhere, and they should be a great team. And They have just looked lethargic so far, and even the defense hasn't played great. So, I, I want to see one more. If, if they have one more solid week, and I don't... who Do you know who they play this week? I can't remember off the top um, of my head.
1: They've got... Huh, Tennessee. Uh, there we go. Tennessee goes to Indy.
0: If they go out there and whoop Tennessee, um, which, personally, I hope that's not the case, because I'm... I have Derrick Henry, and... <laughs> the, my opponent has Michael Pittman. Um, but if they do and they, they go out there and whoop them, then I'm like, okay, I think the, the Colts are back. Um, but if Tennessee comes out and wins, I, I'm i I'm flip-flopping those teams, I think.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a big one. That's a big one this week in Indy. I think uh, if it's a close game, I don't know if it'll tell us much. If one team runs away with it, yeah. I'm going to feel pretty good about that team, and I'm going to feel not good at all about the team that gets stomped if that happens. We'll yep. keep an eye out on that one. Um, last one before um, – We'll get into our, our second quarter here. Do what's your level of concern? Um, we talked about the Chargers, but you've, we've got the uh, Chiefs. Didn't look great. Got got beat. Uh, Bills didn't look great. Got beat. Um, uh, uh, maybe those are the two. Te- yeah, those are the two teams. Um, one and two in the power rankings last week. I don't know that that's changed a ton. There, have, some people have flirted, gotten cute with their number twos. Um, is this a, is this one of those weird weeks where you get those losses that Buffalo and the Chiefs always seem to have in a year or is yeah. you know, were, did you see signs in these games of okay, there's the weakness?
0: Yeah, I, I mean with 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 Buffalo, I don't know necessarily, I think they might have just got outplayed to be honest. like I didn't really see anything that was like oh that that was why they lost or the, like the, the big glaring weakness. Um, Kansas City kind of the same thing like they just got outplayed by the Colts defense. I just think that it neither of these teams is pulling away now. You know, like that's I kind of think they're in that mix. I th- still maybe you give the slight edge to Buffalo just because they've been here before, and we're still not a hundred percent sure about Miami. But even that, I'd say they're ba- they're back like one A, one B with with the Chiefs. Like in terms of that, you know, they're they're equal to me. Um, the other thing I was thinking about too kind of in the same position but on the nfc is and they played but the bucks and and the packers uh i think they're both teams that have big question marks but they're still both towards the top they're in that mix you know um so i don't know there's a i think there's a lot there no one's really pulling away in either conference other than maybe the eagles
1: that yeah i'm glad you i'm glad you brought them up um i totally agree i think it's sloppy like everywhere especially in the nfc mm-hmm. it's very sloppy that that packers who'd have thought we'd get a basically unwatchable packers and bucks game um, <laughs> right i was i i didn't even i i had it on for like 10 minutes um <laughs> the you bring up the eagles 3-0 and so you have the dolphins 3-0 and in the afc eagles 3-0 and in the nfc um last two undefeated teams uh this week it was uh uh for the Eagles they beat up on the commanders they go they, they scored 24 points in the Bad. second quarter and then and then just kind of we for that um and that's all they needed uh 24 to eight was the final in this one um you had uh Hertz goes for 340 and three more touchdowns this yeah. dude is video game putting up video game numbers um and they keep spreading it around on the ground uh, here was the highlight to me Devontae Smith Um he has been two at weeks everybody's in a row. under uh, he's an underperformer. He's a bust. All these things. They get him in there. This is the guy that, that Minnesota laughed at uh, when, uh, no. when he got drafted. It's not him. Who am I? No. thinking of?
0: Jalen Rager. He's on the Vikings now.
1: <laughs> oh yeah. We, yeah, they should be laughing at him. Um, <laughs> uh, sorry. Yeah. Uh, so Smith, showed his stuff big time he had
0: he's uh, awesome eight
1: for 169 and a touchdown he made some incredible catches yep. and the eagles have struggled the last few years with the guys going up and get it in traffic and he went and did that of course you got a.j brown who can do the same uh jalen hurts i mean it feels a lot like we said about tua i, I think yeah. it, we we came into the season going that's going to be the limiting factor and he's not limiting them so far Uh, you can make an argument. Hertz has been the best quarterback in football, um, (laughs) him and maybe Lamar, who are the two guys I own in fantasy, which I feel pretty good about. Um, (laughs) Hertz has been amazing. The defense has been tough. They're running the ball. Um, uh, even, even Goddard, the tight end is, is having a great year. Uh, he's at the top near the top of fantasy tight end so far this year. Just like we said with Miami, I I can't point to the weakness here. I'm still skeptical just because yeah. historically I've had my heart broken by the Eagles before. Um, Hurts I think could still. I don't know what I need to see, um, so I, I can't get in with both feet quite yet. But. It'd be tough not to be excited if you're a Philly fan, man. They look really tight right now.
0: Yeah, they do. Uh, Good offensive line too. Great defense. Uh, Darius Slay is is looking like himself, like back to himself again. He's shutting people down. Um, Yeah, he was locking
1: up uh, against Minnesota when he was on Jefferson. Jefferson. I was like, "Whoa, yeah, you you forgot this guy was this good." And then this week he probably was on McLaurin, I imagine, and I didn't see McLaurin in the stats at all. So. Scary yeah.
0: wasn't Terry this week, or Terry wasn't <laughs> scary this week. Flip flop it. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, yeah, no, no. The Eagles and Miles Sanders is a good running back. Um, th- I mean, they got they got Ques Watkins has been really good too. Uh, he's a fast guy, fast uh, slot guy. Um, I'm lov- loving watching Devonte Smith though. He's he's been like like you said a lot of a lot of people were doubting him over the last. Uh, Year and change, and the last two weeks he's looked every bit of the Heisman winner. So, um, yeah, I, I think the Eagles are pretty close to being a, a real real team. Um, they're they're clearly the favorite in the in the NFC East, and just because of their schedule, I do think they probably end up as the number one seed at this point. With however it's how a care schedule, is? dude. Right. I don't know how
1: they don't win 13, 14 games? I just don't see it. Yeah. I don't see five losses. I Can't find them.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So no, I, I think they're. I think they, they could be like, you know, like they could be a, t- a team, kind of like, like Minnesota back, you know, the last time they were in the NFC Championship, like team that gets there because they have a pretty easy schedule and play solid football, but at the end of the day, don't have what it takes. Maybe that's you know, but I don't see that in Jalen Hurts. He's playing really, really, like excellent football at this point. Like he's he's throwing the ball super well. Like it. it, it I've seen quarterbacks break down his tape, and they're they're saying, like, there's not a flaw. <laughs> I mean, there's they haven't seen much of a flaw in his game. So it's crazy. He's a hard worker, for sure. And
1: he'll run your ass. He's way faster than he looks, and he'll run you over. Like, he'll oh, go yeah. through a safety if he wants to. Um, yeah. Was he bench-press 600 pounds? There's a video of him doing squat, that. Squat, yeah. I don't – I think squat, yeah, bench Jesus. Um, <laughs> I think the – what I really like about Philly – um i'm 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 going to be at least a little skeptical until i see them you know in the playoffs but what i'm seeing so far is the type of football that wins you playoff games yeah. they can run it on you they play defense that travels that they can do that in cold weather um philly at, at home like now that they're 3 and 0 i don't want to go to philly uh yeah. i don't want to go yeah. anyway but their fans are going to yeah, be insane would? you know uh that the nfc east is you might as well start printing the trophy um, yeah. But uh, that's a real that's a real threat in the NFC, and uh, Green Bay and Tampa aren't going away. I am not impressed with either of them. i. I just right. don't. They each do some things incredibly well. Tampa's defense is no joke. Yeah. I just am so not afraid of that offense, and it's the same for the Packers. And their defense yeah. isn't as good. They don't seem as scary as they were um, a season ago. They still may get very good, and they yeah. may crush some teams, but i don't there's not if there's one team i'm afraid of in the nfc it's it's the eagles right now it's not even tampa or green bay
0: yeah i i mean with green bay and 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 uh, i think with more tampa bay i think the offensive line issues haven't been as great as they thought it's just they haven't had everyone everyone else has been hurt on that team to this point um this week he was... Hit, Russell Gage had caught 11 balls for 120 yards or some shit because he's the only guy you can name. I mean, they had Cole Beasley out there, but he knew two routes, slant and reverse slant. Like, I don't know, like, what he is doing two things out there. So, like, I don't know. Uh, I I think I think the Bucks will have better days. Um, the Packers need to... They need those young guys to develop. And we saw Romeo Dobbs this week play really, really well. Um... He's apparently been he's been the most targeted rookie out of any rookie, and he was the mo- he's the most most percentage open somehow they track these weird ass stats now, but most percentage open wide receiver through the three weeks in the NFL so far. Um, so I, I mean, he sounds like he's playing well, and he's on my fantasy team now, so thumbs up. But, uh, <laughs> um. Yeah, if, if they if can you're get out him. there,
1: Seth is Seth is the eagle eye waiver wire guy. If he really has not picked up Romeo Dobbs, go go get his ass, because he's not going to be out there for very much longer. <laughs> Rogers number one target. Should have been a high high draft pick if anyone knew who he was, but uh, you yeah, want the number one guy Rogers thrown to. So uh, it looks like they figured out who that is, which is good. I did watch some highlights uh or I think he scored while I was watching that game. Yeah. Um he looked good. He looked good. Yeah. He's got a little yeah. bit of Rogers trust. Which
0: will go a yep. long way. Yeah, because that Watson dropped that that <laughs> that t- base like walk in touchdown against Minnesota, and so that trust is gone. Uh, yeah, and he's been hurt, so yeah. I-, I think if they can get the young guys going there, um, the Packers could get back into form because Rodgers is still playing really well. Like he's not throwing the football any, any less <laughs> with less intensity or accuracy than he has in the last five years. So um, I think it's up to the the rest of that offense to develop.
1: Um, I got one more for you. I missed it before. Um, and the only reason I bring it up is because I, I think it'll be kind of fun to pile on. Um, do the Broncos suck? Are they going to continue to suck? I, I feel like that's a bad team. They, they won the, the worst game in the history of the NFL, uh, 10 to 11. Yeah. And I honestly, I, I watched very little of that game. It makes me really excited uh, as a Rams fan I, I don't see how this Niners team with Garoppolo, he did everything wrong in this game. He was terrible. Yeah. He did the stepped out of the back of the end zone, lets Dan Orlovsky off the hook for being the yeah. only guy to do that. And I'm not seeing it talked about enough. He steps on the line, still throws it, everyone else is still playing, and it's a pick six. Yeah. Anyway. So if he doesn't step on the line, it's a pick six at the goal line. Garoppolo's shit, that, that team, they I don't know what they're gonna they're gonna win some games. I don't I'm not gonna be afraid of them. At all, until I see a lot more after this one. Um, There's no reason they shouldn't have been scoring more points. And uh, the defense was good, I guess. But for Denver, I just... I'm ready to put Denver in the who cares. Whatever category we just took the Jags out of, can we just put Denver there? Or do you think (laughs) I need to be more patient?
0: I'm still having a little bit of patience on the Broncos just because there's the talent there. And they're 2-1 now. (laughs) Like, they're not... It's like that's the other thing is they're two and one like so they're not they're actually in a good spot in terms of the the AFC and that division because the Raiders haven't won a game yet so I mean like at this point the Broncos have a, I, I do think they have a great defense just because that offense has been so incredibly bad that like the defense is keeping them in these games um, Patrick Sertain has been incredible I don't know if you've seen any of the tape on him oh my God he's he's awesome. Um, so I think it's that almost, defense and it's, is real.
1: He's, he's great, and it's almost hard to find tape on him because every every defensive highlight I've seen is Bradley Chubb getting a sack. So they yeah. got that combo, yeah. uh, pass rush and coverage in the back. It is a good defense. I And they got games coming up. Uh, they play the Raiders. Uh, they have Colts and Chargers, who I think will probably both beat them. But then they have, like, the Jets, Jags, Titans. Yeah. Um, you know, they, they play some – Who knows? Jags might be an all-star offense by that point, but they have (laughs) Jets. They get to play the Titans. They have the Raiders again. Panthers down the road. Um, There's some wins in here, even if the offense doesn't get it figured out. And I don't see them doing it. Russ hasn't done one single thing that's impressed me. Yeah. And I think they were really counting on him to elevate everybody, and it hasn't happened.
0: And I don't know how much of that's Russ and that the the play the decision. We've seen the decision making by Hackett has been awful. And the offense has not looked. I I, I don't know what they're do, like. What they're doing on offense makes no sense. They're throwing. T- they have like three tight end sets all the time. They yeah. like you have these in- incredible wide receivers, and you have three unnamed tight ends. Like half the time, I don't know if they even have Noah Fant out there, who is a first round. <laughs> no, he's not. He's on the Seahawks. I forgot. Yeah, they trained uh, him. Yeah. Um, like I don't know. I it's it, it, I think there's a lot wrong with that team and I don't I think it's a, it's a little wrong everywhere. Uh it's offense like specifically that makes it co- in combination like Russ isn't playing well. The receivers aren't all getting open. The you know the the running backs are playing well but they're not you know like whatever. It it it's we'll see on the Broncos. I think they have so much talent that they could be good. They could be great. But at the same time if the coach sucks, which not apparently all these fucking whiz kid coaches have to be like the greatest of all time. Like give them all a shot Hackett has not proven a whole lot so far.
1: Yeah. I saw a take last week that, um, they, someone was reminding the group, um, they went and got Hackett because they thought he'd bring Rogers. Yeah. And that didn't happen. So how now it looks like that was 90% of the call. Um, yeah. which, had it worked that'd be pretty sweet Rodgers on this team would be pretty dope and I would love it if Wilson interesting. was instead on Green Bay that'd, I don't know, they wouldn't have ended that way but if you, yeah. if you could somehow just swap those two today, I think Denver becomes a Super Bowl favorite and we don't have to ever talk about the Packers again, so that would be nice yeah. there's a trade, mid-season trade in there I, I vote for that Green Bay and Denver, pick up the phone <laughs> um, let's, uh, let's for second quarter uh, indulge ourselves so if you're listening out there and you're not a Rams or Vikings fan, sorry, but uh, this is our show. Seth, your, your Vikings, uh, they fall in week two, ugly game against the Eagles, um, but had a, an important bounce back game uh, against the Lions in week three. They're down by 10 going into the fourth. You know, a fourth quarter comeback. Uh, Cousins had a, a, a late touchdown to take the lead which, I mean, what have I been saying? That's what I needed to see out of Cousins. So I saw the end of that game, and I thought, that's a good win. Um, because I think this Detroit team, this isn't – don't forget, it's not your Detroit team from three years ago where you're right. supposed to win by 20. It's a real Detroit team. I think it was a good bounce-back win for the Vikings that they got at a really good time. Because if they lose that one, I think we're having a much different conversation. Are you feeling better now after the Eagles game, given the, the Detroit win?
0: Yeah, but yes and no. I Like – Good to see them come out and win and win a close game because last year I'll keep saying it over and over again they lost eight games by one score and five on the last play, (laughs) so like this is one last year that they would have lost on the last play, you know, like or just not not been able to score there, you know, like that's that's in that realm. So it's happy to I'm happy to see that go the other way. What concerns me though is that the previous game against the Eagles is that that was the same Vikings team I had seen last year too. You know what I'm saying? Like that, not none of that felt new or different or from the, you know, the same week against the pack, like the previous week against the Packers. Um, I was like, okay, that's Kirk cousins. I've seen that a million times before I've seen him fail in prime time. I've seen that defense do that defense looks like the same defense from last year when the week before they looked great against green Bay. Um, and the defense didn't look great this week, but the offense looked a lot better. So, um, Still a lot of question marks. I, I don't. I'm not. It's still not as excited as I was after week one. Um, I'm. It's definitely been dampened quite a bit. Back to kind of how I felt last year, where I was like, they might win. They they could e- very easily win this game, but they're probably going to lose. I, you know, like I don't know. So, kind of just middling right now. Yeah. Two and, two and no. one ain't bad though.
1: It's a good place to be, especially when you've got question marks. Better be at two and one with question marks um, than where some other teams are. Vikings have the saints and bears coming up before they have to go to Miami. Uh, so if you're Minnesota, uh, that's two, two important wins to go get. Um, and the saints seem like the closest thing to a guaranteed one. So I think they will be, I think they will be all right. Um, as far as the Rams go, I, I don't know that I've learned a lot yet. Uh, honestly, I think, um, you know, you get smacked around by Buffalo. That's obviously not good. Get right again against, uh, Atlanta in week two. Um, Yes, they. There was like a comeback in that game, and you know Ramsey had to make a game-winning play at the end. I don't necessarily fault them for that. There's a lot of teams that allowed their opponent to complete the comeback. They didn't do that, so yeah. um, you know uh, I'm not really giving them a huge. Like Cooper Cup fumbled in that game. There's that doesn't happen, so I'm not yeah. worried about what that means for them. And then in week three they came out and um, it ends up as an eight point win I think thirteen to twenty one. Um, this game was not that close. Uh, that, that was a that was a backdoor. Um, well, they didn't even cover Arizona, um, but it was a backdoor, uh, whatever you'd want to call it. Uh, defense looked really sharp. They got after Murray. They kept Murray in the pocket, which was really impressive. Nobody really yeah. does that. Um, and <laughs> it seems like. It almost seems like Jalen Ramsey, I, he, I, I'm i not suggesting he did any of this on purpose, but you have week one with Jalen Ramsey, everyone went, okay, he's not the best corner in the league, don't need to watch him, and since then, he's been fucking insane.
0: He yeah. had
1: the type of game that you, you're you not going to see unless you watched it, but he was no. everywhere making plays. Um, nobody could tackle James Conner, that guy runs hard, but uh, Ramsey run through him a couple of times, <laughs> and so... Uh, you still don't want to mess with Jalen Ramsey. Um, Aaron Donald got his 100th career sack. And nice. uh, Bobby Wagner was a factor in this one, too. He's not – I don't think Bobby Wagner is scaring you physically these yeah. days. But I think he brings leadership to that team, and um, he's a guy you have to pay attention to when you game plan. Um, Cup continues D- to be amazing. A, still a slow start for Allen Robinson, which I don't love. And I, I, I want to get more out of the running game. Uh, Akers, Akers was a little bit better this week um, and last compared to week one. Um, they're folding in Henderson a lot, which I like. What I My favorite thing is, because it's helping my fantasy team, they're utilizing Tyler Higby a lot a more lot. than they've used tight ends in the past, and it is yep. opening things up in a major way. They love get yep. him in screens. Um, and uh, Ben Skoranek, who <laughs> um, is playing the third wide receiver in place of uh, Van Jefferson, the commentator, I can't remember who it was, uh, Mark Sanchez, I think, was one of the was the color commentator on Sunday's game. Just loves Skoranek because he does it all. They put him <laughs> in the fullback position. He'll block for running. He pancaked. He pancaked a a defensive end and then got up and made a catch on the same. Wow! Play. So that was it. Was pretty dope. That is yeah. a good highlight. Um, <laughs> so I think the Rams are, you know. I don't think there's much new about the Rams. Um, no. They they go to uh, they go to the Niners on Monday night, and I could see that being a statement win. If, if the Rams go and control that yep. game and win big, then I'll be back on my bullshit about the Rams. Um, but I I to see a little more, and they're gonna be they're gonna be vulnerable uh, to that N- uh, Niners pass rush because the weakness appears to be offensive line so far. So yeah. we'll see. But I like where the Rams are. And I don't think Niners are trending in a good direction, so we'll see. They're we'll not. preview that game in a second, but I like I like what LA's doing.
0: Yeah, um, no, I, I do too. I think they're they're firmly uh, in that pack of the NFC top teams. Um, they're they're a team that could draw a hat and four maybe four teams. that I'd say they could represent the NFC in the in, in the Super Bowl, and they're they're definitely in that probably towards the top of that list to be honest. Because they're a team that like under like last same thing last year like pulling out good wins, playing solid football, whatever. Everyone's looking past them. And then we get to the Super Bowl, and they're like, oh, yeah, the Rams are a really fucking good team. And that's when all these old-ass stars that they paid come out and play super well. And I, that's what's going to happen again. Um, yep. but I still I still do think that there's question marks on the offensive line, and that's probably why the running game has been that in Acres not being quite 100% yet either. Um, I, I Allen Robinson, to me, might be a... Fifty million dollar mistake by the Rams. He has he has not looked great, and uh, um, oh, I think they need to get Odo Beckham. I really do think they need to push to get yep. him back. Yep. Um, but other than that, I do th- I do think the Rams have a, everywhere else they're stacked, and I think they're I, I think they're easily a, a you know Super Bowl team right now.
1: I think. uh yeah, if they're not in touch with OBJ, they need to be. They have uh, to. That's they got to get him. They got to get him back. Yeah. Um, I do like that Skaronic is getting time and becoming a factor. That'll give them some depth down the road. But they got to add. You want him as depth, not yeah, in the lineup twenty four seven. Um, just a quick rundown of the games we didn't talk about. Uh, Browns beat the Steelers. Steelers offense, ugh. Get Pickett in there. Um, Browns two and one. Now, nah, who knows? They may still, they may, they may uh, keep the ship afloat until Watson arrives. We'll see how that works out. Um, but Nick Chubb has run the ball like a madman. Um, Bears beat the Texans and get their second win. They're tied at the top of the NFC North uh, with the rest of the hodgepodge. There, uh, nobody thinks the Bears are great, but Roquan Smith is a stud. He he was huge in that game. Um, Titans beat the Raiders, get their first win. Cool for the Titans. Raiders. Oh God. Oh and they're the only Owen 3 team in football right now. And um I don't know. I, I don't see a reprieve for them. Um we talked about that. That um Bengals beat the Jets, so they get their first win. That was my eliminator pick last week, so I'm still alive in that. Um Burrow looked better, but uh, I still wasn't super impressed with that Bengals win. We'll see what they turn into. Um Panthers get their first win with uh, Baker Mayfield. They beat the Saints, who, again, they look like an automatic win right now. Um, Yeah. Maybe my miss of the season, (laughs) it might be New Orleans. New Orleans win that division. I would love to, in three weeks, come back and say I was too early jumping off, but uh, there's not a single thing I like um, uh, about the Saints. Falcons beat the Seahawks, you know. Falcons are one of those teams that's going to be in games. I don't see them winning a ton. Seahawks aren't good. Um, and then uh, Monday night was unwatchable. But uh, Cowboys <laughs> at two and one, New York Giants at two and one. I don't think anybody thinks they're a threat. Like it's funny how you can have, um, uh, like the Chargers and Niners are one and two with a ton of believers. Um, Cowboys and Giants are two and one, and we're certain they're shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, Is you know not all records are created equal, so. It was a wild week. Um, it went mostly how I think we expected things to go. There weren't a ton of surprises here. Um, but uh, that's that, that's kind of our week three recap from around the bend. Um, any other week three things, Seth, uh, before we tuck it to bed and, and look forward to week four?
0: I don't think so. Move on Move forward.
1: On. That just happened. That just happened. Here we win all right, well, let's get into week number four. We're going to be going through uh, and making our pigskin pick'em picks against the spread as we preview these. Uh, again, find the link on the website or in the description box if you want to join our pigskin pick'em. Uh Seth's having a good year so far.
0: Hell yeah. Um,
1: well, I should say, I'm having a good year so far. You're having a great year. Uh, you're <laughs> in the 99th percentile. Yeah. Uh, 30, 30 and 18. Uh, I'm two games behind you, 28 and twenty, and we have Ravens for the dub. Uh, a couple games behind me at twenty-five, so we're all uh, we're all above five hundred, which is looking good. But uh, you had a couple games this last week that I was like, "Fuck you" for making that pick. Um, <laughs> so, so I'm going to make you start with Week Four. Uh, it's a big Thursday night matchup, very intriguing uh, in Cincinnati. The Bengals are three and a half point favorites against Miami. I think the reason being. Miami's coming off a big emotional win on a short week. Cincinnati's coming off a win where they got to coast, and they're at home. I don't know if those factors are enough, certainly for Miami, to get three and a half points. Um, What do you think? Are those those things scaring you off of Miami, or are you going to pick them to win this one?
0: No, I'm going Miami three and a half. I I think part of that, too, is also potentially Tua not playing. Um, And it sounds like he is. It uh, just sounds like back stuff and should be okay. So, yeah, I'm going my. I, I yeah, I think that's crazy. I think that's a crazy line here.
1: Yeah, it almost feels too good to be true, which uh, I've, I've been watching uh, Nick Wright, who I really like on FS1. He's got yeah. a betting show. And certain games he says, like, be careful is his, like, assessment. And this might be one of those. Vegas might know something we don't. But if you can get three and a half points and if you're optimistic about two Tua playing, oh, yeah, Um I think even without, to a uh, there's a chance they can win that game. So yeah. I, we like three and a half. Seth and I both on Miami plus the points Thursday night on Amazon Prime. Uh, we get to Sunday and we go over to London, which that's not a British accent. I, I don't know what that was. <laughs> Scottish maybe I was an what London. Uh, we're going. To, we're going to London. <laughs> um, now your your Vikes are going across the pond. They're I guess the away team um but it's you know it's in in um uh london or wherever the hell so vikings two and a half point favorites over the saints who will play the home team uh it's not a big enough spread for me i'm gonna take the vikings by more in a field goal here um i know you don't pick (laughs) against them but this has got to be as close as you can get right
0: dude no because last year i i can't do i'm never doing it again it happened last year it was like a clear and obvious <laughs> game and I can't remember the Bengals was it Bengals week 1? I think it might have been Bengals week 1. I was like I'm picking I the think place. It was. and then <laughs> that 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 tainted the whole year because every game was so close. Not doing it. Not doing it again.
1: <laughs> we'll see uh, Cousins can't get it done in prime time, but can he get it done at breakfast time?
0: I okay, think we'll see. <laughs> yeah, there boom, there you go. The earlier in the Don't day the better. To set your
1: alarm clocks for that one. Yeah. Uh, let's go to, so we're, uh, I'm on the Vikes, you're on the Saints. Um, let's go to Atlanta Falcons plus one and a half. You got the Cleveland Browns coming to town. Um, one and a half just isn't enough for me. I don't see this a one point game. I think Cleveland runs it well and controls yeah. the clock. Um, if you're picking Atlanta to win outright, I guess fine. I'm not going to do that though. So I'll eat the one and a half and take Cleveland.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm with you there, too. Um, Cleveland has turned out to be better than I think we thought all around as a team. Uh, Great defense. Miles Garrett still might play after. Did you see that car accident he was in?
1: I I know about the accident. I have not seen photos and things, but it was a pretty nice.
0: Yeah, he's in his Porsche. He rolled it a bunch of times. uh, And him and the girl that was in the car with him were okay. He has like a a hurt shoulder a bit. I think maybe like a, a hand, like cut his hand but didn't have a concussion, didn't break anything or nothing. So super lucky. Um, wow. so he, he might play. Uh, but they run the ball super well. Atlanta doesn't have a great run defense. They they, they um, have great corners, but they don't protect the run very well. So I think Cleveland does. I think they win this pretty handily, to be honest.
1: I can see it. Um, handily for them might look like 20 to 10. Uh, yeah. But uh, that that's still the case, works. Nick Chubb, that's
0: yeah, if, if that's the case, like twenty to ten, they do. That's handily because they they probably have had the ball for forty minutes.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think that's their recipe for success. Uh, any your same game parlays should include Nick Chubb uh, and maybe Kareem Hunt in this one. Uh, yeah, lot of run yards probably to be had in Atlanta. So we're both on Cleveland minus a point and a half. We go to Dallas. The Cowboys are three and a half point favorites. Uh, their biggest, their biggest uh, line, biggest spread since the Cooper Rush era has begun. Um, he's two and zero oh with uh, the Cowboys. Uh, defense has shown their stuff. Michael Parsons is a total freak. Um, they did enough to beat the Giants last week. Commanders coming in, getting three and a half points. Um, they're one and two. Carson Wentz uh, has been sloppy. Maybe is the word I would use. Um, I I don't like the hook. Um, yeah. I think I have to take Washington because it's three and a half. I think the I think the offense has enough firepower that they'll keep it close. I don't see Dallas running away. I, I don't know how they run away. Um, I, I see this maybe Dallas wins by a field goal, but if I'm getting three and a half, I gotta I gotta take I gotta take the commies here. I don't like see, it though.
0: I'm taking Dallas here because of what you're saying about running away. I see what they do. See what they're gonna do to run away is Carson Wentz making a bunch of mistakes because uh, even when he's looked good this year. In those games, he's also made bad mistakes. So th- this entire season, he's thrown a lot of picks. He's fumbled the ball, and the one thing the Dallas defense does super well is capitalize on those on mistakes. Uh, I I think Tra- Trayvon Diggs will have a return touchdown in this one, and I think they're going to run the ball really well on the Commanders, and I think it's a two score game.
1: I like that. Probably get a nice prop bet there uh, with Diggs if you uh, take him to run one back.
0: That'd yeah, pretty
1: nice. Um. Yeah, I see this as a if, – if, I, if, I, if this hits, I see it mm, either as a Washington win, which could happen, or a, like a backdoor cover, the, you know, the yeah. down 10 and get a late touchdown to make it three because um, it seems like Wentz only gets yardage in the fourth. <laughs> <laughs> <when they're down. laughs> uh, let's go to Detroit. I think this line is a test of uh, your belief in Detroit because I yeah. think they should be favored against this uh, Seattle Seahawks team that's coming to town. But it's yeah. Detroit minus 5.5. I think at 2.5, this is an easy pick. Five and a half. You're looking at Detroit needing to win by a touchdown. Um, I'm inclined to take it. I, I just don't. I don't think Seattle offensively can hang here. This might yeah. be 38 to 28, um, but I, I don't see Seattle getting to 30, and I don't see Detroit not getting to 30 against the yeah. Seattle offense. So I, I'm rolling with uh, MCDC and, and Jared Goff and the guys.
0: I am too. The thing that uh, to watch out for in this one is Swift is definitely not playing. And uh, Amon Ross St. Brown is probably not going to play. So that might be a little tough for them to cover, but Jamal Williams is really good. Um, and honestly, G- DJ Chark and uh, um, Josh Reynolds have played well too, and Hawkinson. So, yeah, like you said, that the C- Seattle's defense sucks. It's terrible. It's so bad. And so I think I think Lions, no matter who they have out there, are not going to have problems scoring on them. Um, I think the the main question is like how much firepower do they have this week though like can they cover that five and a half or is it going to be a little closer than we think jeff okuda for the lions though they're their corner he's been one of the best in the league this year too he's a former first round pick and the last couple of years has had injuries and he shut down jefferson this last week um and shut down who they uh, one of the guys they played the week before i think he might have been on Devonte smith um and shut him down or no not Smith. i can't remember who it was now
1: who'd you try playing week two they win that game?
0: Oh, yeah. They did play someone a week, too. They, yeah, he was on Devontae Smith, and then they played Wash, Washington. And Terry McLaurin only had the one play that he yep. wasn't on. He, like, ran that out.
1: Yeah, watch out for Detroit, man. We love a minus five and a half at home. Don't love that Swift mm-hmm. is out. Um, yeah. That gives me a lot of fantasy issues to deal with because he's my best friend, <laughs> But uh, we'll figure it out. Yeah. Um, Saint Bernardo's first game without a touchdown this last week. Did that happen? I don't do think first an game
0: is the first game or without first, eight catches? in the last
1: like eight in a row or whatever.
0: Yeah, his first game without eight catches in his in his career.
1: And that guy's a stud. Um, so Swift out, but we still like Detroit minus five and a half. Let's get to the Colts, uh, three and a half point favorites against the Titans. We talked about this one earlier. Um, this is a big. Prove it game early in the season in division. Um, I like Indianapolis riding on this momentum. Got a little bit of confidence, um, and I, I I just don't see Tannehill. Tannehill doesn't scare me at all. So unless you get a huge Derrick Henry game, and you might. Um, I, I don't I don't see Tennessee hanging here. I'll take Indy by three and a half. Don't I don't love it, but um, I like it. I guess.
0: Yeah, this one is tough because um, both teams are so equal, and I think that. One of these, what's going to happen is one of these teams is going to run the ball well and play defense, and it could be either one. Honestly, it could be yeah. either one. So it's like, what do you feel better about that day? I am going to go with – I'll go Indy. I'm going to go Indy. I'll say they, they, they win by a touchdown. Um, I really want to go Tennessee because I want Derrick Henry to go off. <laughs> but uh, I'm going to go Indy.
1: I'll, uh, I know you got the Derrick Henry involvement. Uh, I'll make. Uh, hopefully I'll make you feel a little bit better about it. If you're Jonathan Taylor, um, last year I think he had a really good game against Tennessee. Um, I feel like Taylor probably thinks he's the best running back in football, and he probably feels like the only people who don't think that think it's Derrick Henry. So I bet <laughs> yeah. he's having a really good week of practice, and he's going to come out fired up. If If I had to pick a 200-yard rusher in this one, I think Taylor. Uh, I'd give him the yeah. side edge. And so um, uh, give me Indy to run it well and uh, and win this one. But 3.5 is a tough tough line, so uh, we'll see if they can cover here at home. <laughs> I don't think this game is even. I don't even think they're sending television cameras to this game. Uh, the Giants <laughs> are at home against the Bears. Uh, it's 3.5 points, which I, I don't think there's a world in which I can – know that Daniel Jones is the quarterback and give up three and a half points. This isn't yeah. me loving the Bears, but I, the Daniel Jones of it all, I, I got to go Chicago plus a three and a half.
0: I'm right there with you. I think the Bears, what they're doing this season, they're doing it well. Like, they've been in all their games. Um, they know who
1: they are. We yeah. talk about that.
0: They just, that offense is, like, if you want to go to sleep, put on the Bears because that offense is so boring. Justin Fields threw less than 100 yards this week. Uh, they're running the ball super well, though. Cleo Herbert had 156 yards and two touchdowns. Um, so, like, I, I mean, they're doing that well. They're they're playing well. What, what they're trying, uh, just I, it's it's if they get behind, they're not gonna ever win a game. Um, that being said, against the Giants, I think they I th- I think they beat them. I do. I think that they run the ball very well and beat the Giants. And and the giant chatter, Giants chatter is, is completely quieted after this.
1: Yeah. I, uh, yeah, I like this. If if the Bears are still dogs, um, might be an interesting money line bet. You could probably get nice odds on. Uh, yeah. I like them to win this game too, assuming they can get out. You know, if they get a first quarter score, uh, if, if the Giants get up 10 0, I'll turn it off, but, um, <laughs> the Bears get ahead. I, I like them to stay there. <laughs> um, here, this might be the game, uh, the game we'll be watching the closest. Yeah. Um, which. I'm surprised, like, tell a year ago version of us or two years ago version of us that this game we'd be excited to see, and they'd be like, what the fuck are you talking about? It's the <laughs> Eagles. Eagles are at home in Philly, and it's the Jaguars coming Peterson to Peterson Bowl. The Peterson Bowl. It's a revenge. Oh, I'm so glad you, you brought that up. Revenge <laughs> game for Doug Peterson. Um, you've got uh, 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 high draft, you know, first-round quarterbacks going head-to-head from the last couple of years. No.
0: Um Hurts was second round, but...
1: Oh, he was second round. Yeah. Oh, I forget they still had Wentz at that time. So yeah. <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah, so you got battle of a couple of good young quarterbacks. Um, this, this to me, is one where Philly can't... I, I, I don't think I can learn much from Philly, but I think Jacksonville has an opportunity to really burst onto the scene here. Yep. Six and a half is a widespread... You go first. What do you? I feel like I want to pick Jacksonville, but I feel like I, I could easily look very dumb in like the third quarter. Yeah, too. I don't know.
0: Yeah, potentially. Because then, what I'm doing if I'm saying Jacksonville only loses by less than six and a half, I'm saying that they're a better team than the Vikings, and I don't know if I can say that, but I'm going <laughs> to do it. I'm going to go with Jacksonville here. Um, I think this is if, if if Jacksonville hits this and covers, and what if they pull out a crazy win? Who knows. Like that's that's a statement. that's like a, okay, this team is real. Um, but very easily, like you said, like we could look stupid by halftime. and <laughs> I don't care though. I'm willing to put a stamp on on Jacksonville. I'm willing to I'm willing to go there with them. I feel excited for them. I like Trevor Lawrence. Let's go.
1: You might have talked me into it.
0: I I'm think- one of the Florida teams this year, man. Give me some dolphins, give me some Jacksonville. It's Let's hot go. in Florida.
1: <laughs> it's hot in Florida. Man, that 24-0 win against the Colts and right. the 30 the 38-10 against the Chargers right isn't quite that, you know, everyone's hurt and all that stuff, but still, one on the road, got a big win. Yeah. It's their third straight road win or sorry, uh second straight game on the road, so I don't think they're afraid to go on the road. I'm going to all right, I'll do, I'll do it. I'll go with you plus six Hell and a yeah. half to Jacksonville Let's because as, as much as I'll feel dumb if they can't cover, it it leaves the possibility of a backdoor cover yeah. on the table. And what the worst feeling ever is when you you have a team minus six and a half and then they're down fourteen nothing in the second quarter and you're like, oh fuck, yeah, that's over. Yeah. So I'll take Jacksonville because uh, I think it, I think this game stays interesting. So we'll see. Let's go. Um, another game. Nobody's watching. Uh, Pittsburgh, they're at home against the Jets. Pittsburgh minus three and a half. No way, no how. Can't talk me into it. I don't know if they score four points. So I'll take the Jets. I'm not stoked on the Jets whatsoever, but I, this offense, I'm not. I'm not giving up points if I'm if taking Pittsburgh's offense.
0: I'm going Stillers on this one. Um, I, I agree. The offense isn't great, but it looked better this last week. And Zach Wilson is back this week. And I think he is a terrible quarterback. I think that de- <laughs> I think that defense is too good. It sounds like Mika Fitzpatrick will play. Um, I think he picks off Zach Wilson two times, and they return one for a touchdown. I'm going with the Steelers in a game where Zach Wilson looks like complete dog shit, and it'll make me laugh.
1: You even got the game flow going. I didn't realize yet that Wilson is back. I still i still can't i still can't pick the steelers I, st- I just can't i can't give up three and a half but i like your point i i will here's what i'll say steelers win this by a field goal i, I that i feel good saying uh, <laughs> so i'll take the hook uh, so i'm on the jets you're on the steelers um and okay so maybe maybe i was wrong before about the game of the week being jacksonville and philly because we got yeah. Baltimore and the bills too
0: yeah
1: um it's the ravens plus three and a half at home uh, against the bills Ravens coming off a win, uh, Bills looking to get some vengeance. I
0: vengeance.
1: I'm gonna ride with Baltimore here. Um, three and because I'm getting the three and a half is this if this is two and a half, I probably pick the bills but three and a half I, I think they probably saw some things that they can maybe take advantage of against the bills, um, especially defensively, but um, even offensively. This secondary really worries me. There's a chance yeah. that Buffalo yeah. runs away, but yeah. I don't. I don't know if Buffalo's got the solution for Lamar Jackson. Nobody has so far. He's got like 20 touchdowns so far. Um, so I like I like Lamar, uh, and maybe this is the game where I finally hear someone say Lamar Jackson is the MVP. I've heard people say he might be so far, but maybe uh No, Lamar Jackson. Uh, I think he, I think he puts his foot down, and I think I'm gonna have a lot of fun talking about a two and two Bills team next week too.
0: <laughs> oh, this one's tough. I think this is a really tough one because you can talk yourself into it either way. You can talk yourself into a, a, a Bills, like, they're pissed off after last week. They come out and dominate. But then you can also talk yourself into Lamar Jackson as God. Um, ah, that's so tough because if the Bills come out there and do it and, and dominate, I think we're back in that conversation of, like, are this is this team amazing? Yeah. Oh, I'm going to go Baltimore. I'm going to go with you on Baltimore. Um, I think that, I mean, that defense is bad. That that defense has been really bad this year. Um, but Lamar Jackson has been so good that it, I don't know if it matters. And I think Buffalo's defense right now is really banged up. Micah Hyde's out for the season. Poyer's out. A um, lot of young guys. So I think Baltimore's gonna, not going to have too much of a problem. That Duvernay's been amazing for them. Yeah. Um, <laughs> There's so, a waiver
1: pick if he's still available in your football <laughs> fantasy
0: league. Mark Andrews has been he's the best tight end in football, and he has been since second half of the last year. Um I'm going Baltimore on this one. I think they keep up with him. That that's it. It's whoever scores the last touchdown, I think, is probably who wins. But I think yeah. Baltimore is able to keep up with them.
1: Yeah. Um last thing I'll say on this one, uh, for your Bills fans screaming into your uh your your headset or whatever, one of these teams hung forty on Miami. The other one didn't. True. So, uh, I'll, I'll take Baltimore. Uh,
0: True.
1: Or just Lamar Jackson. Uh, I'll take him. Uh, Houston's at home, plus five and a half against the Chargers. I think your your pick here is indicative of, of how banged up you think these Chargers are. Um, God, I don't know if I see this Chargers running them over. Right. Are you are you are you thinking of picking Houston here plus the points I, at home?
0: Yeah, I'm hammering the Houston plus plus five and a half. Damian it. Is- he loves it. Damian Pierce is running well. Dougie Davis Mills has been playing well. Uh, I mean, not a great team by any means, but I think they're playing good defense too. Lovey's got Lovey's coaching them up well, uh, and I think the Chargers are super hurt right now. They're more hurt this week than they were last week, and they were already banged up. So, uh, yeah, and allowed Houston. I think by the time Deshaun Watson comes back against Houston in in a couple of months. That Houston, that that crowd is—they're already into this team. I think. I think there's a lot of excitement there in Houston for whatever reason. And I that think rookie
1: running back is fucking dope, dude. Yeah, he looks really good. Pierce yeah. is that his name?
0: Yep. So yeah, but I, I I'm picking Houston. I think they I think not win, but I think they they play a good game.
1: Okay, well I'll I'll go counter to you then because I was on the fence here. So I'll take the Chargers to cover. Uh, they do not want to go one and three, and um, nobody thinks Houston's going to win this game, but. Um, I think Chargers need to come out and win with emphasis. Uh, so I'll take them to do that. Let's go to Carolina. Panthers are at home against the Cardinals. Um, Panthers favored by one and a half. So this is kind of just a pick them. Um, I don't like anything Arizona's <laughs> doing. I like very little that Carolina's doing. Um, I'm going to take the Panthers here because the, the Arizona defense is just not there. It doesn't even seem like they're rolling 11 guys out. And the only thing you need to do if you're Carolina is contain Murray. And um, I'm not saying I think they'll do that, but they know what their assignment is. So if they can do a decent job of that assignment, um, then I'll take Carolina to win a close one. They've been close in all their games. Um, Even the ones they lost, uh, they had a chance to win. So I'll take Baker over Kyler in the uh, battle of uh, Heisman Trophy winners here.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I'm going opposite with you on this one. I just... I don't. I don't know if that Baker, the, the Baker might not have been an upgrade. It might have been a lateral move. Uh, it's, it looks so far. Yeah, it's been bad. McCaffrey has has not been. I mean, he's been okay, but he hasn't been, uh, you know, a, a game changer like he's been in the past. DJ Moore hasn't existed in that offense. It, it, that offense you is broken. Me. Yeah. <laughs> It's my top
1: fantasy receiver, and he stinks. i mean, I have Christian Kirk on the, Christian Kirk on the fucking bench, and I'm rolling DJ Moore out every week for one catch. Jeez, uh, it's a yeah. get right game, Seth. Cat McCaffrey for 125, and uh, and Moore for two touchdowns. Baker looks good. Because no. if they don't look good this week, I'll 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 get I'll I'll drop all my Panthers. Yeah, because um, Arizona's defense is not slowing anybody down. I don't think.
0: Yeah, no, I, 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 mean, I don't like either team, but I'm going to Arizona just because I think they can score. Like they, they're the one thing they're able to do is score quickly, and so I, I think one, two touchdowns, and they win this game. <laughs> Honestly, And <laughs> I I'm going to Arizona.
1: All right. So you like the cards to cover on the road. Um, we have Green Bay. Uh, Packers are hosting the Patriots. It's a 10 and a half point spread.
0: Brian Hoyer is starting up with the Patriots.
1: Okay. You just made that a lot easier on me because I was going to have to mull it for a second. 10 and a half is a big spread. I think we've seen the pattern here. Um, if the Packers can score in the first quarter, they'll probably win this game. And if they can score twice in the first quarter, then Rogers will look like the MVP. Um, and... it it seems like every time something has gone wrong for them the drop um there was a fumble last week and they never scored after that um i don't know if can can new england create that play in the first half i don't know if they can um and even if they create one they might need to create a second one because i don't see the offense doing anything even if they had jones who looked good by the way i liked mac jones this last week he was showing a little bit of shuffle too um I'll take the Packers uh, in a game where they'll probably win by 20, and I'll come back and say they still look like shit next week. (laughs) Uh, That's my prediction.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm just going to go with you on this one just simply because Brian Hoyer. um, He's been a starter in the past places, but uh, they're going against a good defense.
1: Yeah. Uh, Raiders and Broncos. This game looked a lot more interesting a month ago. Yeah. Um, now I'm not sure I'll turn it on. Minus two and a half, it's the Raiders favored at home. Uh, that's kind of just the home line. So I, this uh, Vegas seems like these teams are pretty evenly matched. Um, I'll take the Raiders at home. I know they want to get their first win, and um, Denver has been winning games, but they I don't think they've hung twenty. I don't think they've hung like twenty four yet. Um, I think the Raiders can score. Uh, Devontae Adams is going to have a massive game at some point I like it this week um, I'll take the Raiders by a field goal
0: I'm going to go opposite with you once again um, I think that Patrick Sertain shuts down Devontae Adams um, and I think they've proven so far to this point that Derek Carr isn't able to get the ball to try He can try to get the ball to other people other than I guess Mac Collins has played well but Hunter Renfro has been hurt um, Waller hasn't been super effective and they haven't run the ball super well but um, and their defense has been terrible. And I think if certain shuts down Adams, and uh, Javante Williams gets going, like he needs to for my fantasy team, but I think he definitely can because uh, Derrick Henry had a great game against them last week. So, uh, I think that the I think the Broncos win a close game um, and do what they've done the last few weeks. Maybe get a little more offense going. Hopefully, to Jerry Judy also on my fantasy bench. <laughs> um, he,
1: if you're if you're betting this game. Um, Keep an eye out for Hunter Renfro's status in this. He was out with a uh, concussion Concussion. last week. Uh, I don't know the latest. If he plays in this, um, I like your point on Sertan maybe doing a a shadow. If he's going to do that, uh, maybe that opens Renfro up. Maybe that opens Waller up. So keep an eye out for Renfro whether or not he's playing. Um, That could could help you make your decision on this one uh, if you're on the fence. Let's go to Tampa. This is Sunday night football. Um, it, it seems like the Bucks only play on, or no, they didn't play Sunday night. Um, yeah. they were in the lakes, whatever Bucks yeah. Sunday night football at home against the chiefs. It's the Buccaneers plus two and a half points. Um, both teams two and one here. It's the Mahomes Brady showdown. Neither, neither team is looking like scary, uh, in, in a way that I think, you know, some people expected I am more optimistic about the Chiefs looking scary, especially on offense, than I am about Tampa looking scary on offense. So I'm going to take the Chiefs to win a close one here. Um, the line's only th- two and a half, so if this is a field goal game, uh, it's a cover for the Chiefs. I'll take KC. I'm not impressed by either team, but I'm more, I'm more of a believer in a bounce-back game for KC than I am for Tampa.
0: Going opposite with you once again. I'm going Tampa Bay. Uh, Mike Evans is back. Uh, I think he's going to be fucking charged after uh, the, the suspension. Um, Julio will be back as well. Um, sounds like he was going to go last week, but then they kind of decided to give him a rest. Um, so he should be back. Potentially Chris Godwin as well. Um, but I sounds like not quite as likely. And I think there's a little bit of an uh, emotion, emotional narrative going on here with Florida and the hurricanes and stuff. Maybe Tom Brady goes out there and puts one on for his uh, – because I might still play this in Tampa on Sunday too, so that
1: would we'll be see. wild.
0: Yeah, we'll see. So I think there might be some emotion charged on it. Tom Brady throws for four hundred yards, five touchdowns, forty fantasy points. <laughs> <laughs> also on my fantasy team. I
1: was gonna say, if you haven't guessed who <laughs> this fantasy lineup is yet, you you could probably do so by now. But you're also three and zero, so I guess I can't really. <laughs> Can't poke at you too much. Um, <laughs> you you made an important note on the hurricane thing. Yeah, if they do play, that might be that they might be charged up. Um, if they don't play in Tampa, they're going to play this in Minnesota for whatever reason. Yeah, uh, and if they play there, I would love Kansas City. Um, yeah, because they'll be fast in there, and uh, you take out you take out ch- the crowd element almost entirely. Oh, no, it'll it'll um, switch
0: to it'll be Chiefs fans that go up there for without a doubt. It's true.
1: Not a not a long drive, so uh, yeah. yeah, you'll see some Chiefs fans there. If if Tampa gets all their wide receivers back, I'm not saying I'm going to switch my pick, but you might see this line move uh, yeah. if if all these guys are active. Um, and if it's if it gets down to the you know a pick 'em or if if the Chiefs end up dogs, I'm still going to pick them. I'm going to like that. Yeah. Um, but uh, keep an eye out on who's playing and where in that one for Sunday night. There's be a lot to talk about that. I'm sure this weekend. Yeah. Um, we'll get to Monday night. I don't know if the Mannings are on or not this week. Um, I think they are. They are. Sweet. So uh, they'll be breaking down Matt Stafford and Jimmy Garoppolo. Uh, The Niners are at home in San Fran. Minus two and a half points against the Rams. Uh, Rams plus points. Easy. Done deal for me. Um, It's a weird matchup. This is a game, just like it always is with these two teams, where they match up in a way that the Niners could absolutely win this game. Um, I'm not picking him to do that. I think the Rams are closer to knowing what they're supposed to be doing um, than, uh, than the Niners, but take the over on sacks, I would say.
0: Yeah, no, I agree with you. Uh, Rams plus money. I mean, I think I've been on it the last couple of years. Like I just And I know the Niners were good last year, but like I just don't fully see it all the time with the Niners. And they do some things well, but they're super banged up, like incredibly banged up right now. Jimmy G hasn't looked great so far in his return. The Rams are just, I think they're all around a better team. And I don't think San Francisco should be getting, it should be minus two and a half. I think that the Rams should be favorites in this one. So I think it's just wrong. So I go with the Rams. Yeah.
1: I totally agree. I think think the uh, line is incorrect. Last time I thought that, the Rams got beat by 21. So we'll see if I (laughs) can help it again. But um, yeah, Niners really haven't done anything to impress me. And Jimmy G is, uh, he's so bad. He's so bad.
0: Just mediocre. Uh, He's, yeah. Just a guy.
1: I really cannot stand Jimmy. The whole Jimmy G thing. If you're listening and you don't want to hear me ramble about Jimmy G, you're in luck because we're at a time crunch and I don't have time to do it. But just know I have zero respect for Jimmy Garoppolo. (laughs) I see him make so many just fucking terrible. He has at least as many terrible plays as Carson Wentz. He just gets let off the hook about it. I I don't know why. I don't. I have no clue why. Anyway. Uh, That's our slate. If you want to pick against us, pigskin pick'em link is in the description box. Also out on the website at sociallyconstipatedpod.com. So don't miss that. And we'll go into a a quick fourth quarter here. Seth, uh, for the folks out there looking to make some money this week, you mentioned a couple props. Uh, You like pick sixes in a couple of these games. Where's your money going? Um, And do you have any bets in yet for this Thursday night game, Bengals-Dolphins?
0: Yeah, I don't have anything for the the Sunday slate, but I do have a. They have a, a no sweat bet parlay or whatever it's called on Fanduel. Uh, you can get up to 10, I can get up to ten bucks back. It's sliding scale, um, but so it's risk free. Uh, plus nine forty one is the final odds uh, for tomorrow night. It's Tyree Kill uh, seventy yards and a touchdown. He's been killing it this year. Um, Bengals defense has not been great. Uh, so I think, I think, and he didn't, he had a kind of a down game last week compared to what the first two weeks. So I think he gets in the end zone. Uh, and then T Higgins in this one, I think he has 60 yards and a touchdown. Um, they're going to have Xavier Howard probably all over Jamar chase. T Higgins is a, is a stud. I think he, uh, has a big game and scores a touchdown. So $10 pays out $104 and 11 cents. Let's go.
1: I like it. So getting rich. I'm gonna highlight some dogs um, that I like. Um, I like Miami. Uh, they're plus three and a half, but you can get the money line on Miami at plus 160. Uh, I like the Miami money line. I like um, I like the Chicago money line uh, against the Giants. That's plus 150. Uh, the Ravens money line I'm going to hammer. Um, that's plus 136. And then uh, uh, let's see. I like the Jets, who are dogs. Um, I like I'm, I'm nebby on the Jags. I probably take the points instead of the money line if I'm betting the Jags. Um, and then Washington's money line I think is worth a look. Um, Arizona's plus 100 against Carolina. I could see him squeaking that out. Um, if you like Denver, like Seth does, uh, they're plus 122 on the money line. So there's a lot of dogs you could bet. Put together a neat little parlay. You might win yourself some money off a couple two three games. Um, but uh, I love those love those money line dogs. Um, by the way. On FanDuel Sportsbook right now, Green Bay is only nine-and-a-half point favorites. So mm. if you're going to bet them to cover, do it now before that line moves. You'd w- way rather have it at nine-and-a-half than ten-and-a-half. So yeah. uh, that's what's going on with the money this week. So uh, keep an eye out on those bets, and uh, we'll be playing. Hopefully hopefully we'll get rich. Show me the money! Well, that, uh, that's quarter four, so we're, we're out of time. Uh, we did a lot better at time this week. I'm proud of us, Seth. Even though <laughs> um, so lots going on. Lots of storylines. Of course, we're going to be back every week to uh, keep you updated on what's going on and uh, hopefully make some good picks for you. I'm looking to jump up into the number one spot and Pigskin Pick'em. pick them. Uh, I got my first fantasy win in our guys league and my first loss in the family league that I'm in. So it was a mixed week for me. It's been perfectly opposite every week so far. So. If DJ Moore gets his two touchdowns, I've got him in both lineups. <laughs> uh, so we'll see. Maybe I get a double win this week, but I, I don't know. We'll see. I got some question marks, especially with uh, uh, DeAndre Swift out. I don't know. All Swifty, yeah. But uh, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, Vikings in London Mon- uh, Sunday morning. Have your steak and eggs ready for that one. Rams uh, Monday night with Peyton and Eli. So lots of good games. Keep an eye out for Thursday night as well. Um, Miami and uh, Bengals could be a good one. So it's going to be an interesting week. Uh, We're already going to be four weeks in, and I think we're going to be talking bye weeks very soon after this one. So keep an eye out for those. Um, Yeah, so far so good on the year. We'll be back here next week, same time, same channel, uh, live for Gridiron Grunts. If you're watching the recording or listening to the recording of this, every Wednesday night, 8 p.m. Central, 6 Pacific. Um, I say every. There'll be a couple weeks we can't do it live, um, and we'll highlight that. But uh, get out to the website, sociallyconstipatedpod.com, for uh, all the details .com. All right. That's going to wrap us up for this week's Gridiron Grunts. Uh, don't forget to check out the main show, Socially Constipated, as well. Uh, but for now, he's Seth Ott. I'm Cody Michael. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Ramsack.